Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we have a little Rams 49ers instant reaction. And Jeff, I don't know about you, but... I kind of thought we'd be coming into this with about five minutes worth of stuff to talk about, and that'd be it. But, man, this this game surprised me. Huh? This was actually quite fun to watch. Yeah, it kept it interesting all the way to the end. I, I, I'm not sure if you can chalk it up to bad defense or good offense, <laughs> but either way, it was fun to watch. Yeah, it was. And that's, I mean, we could talk about Todd Gurley, which we will, but I think the biggest story here is Sammy Watkins, Jeff, uh, for our podcast at least. Sammy Watkins. What do you got to say? I mean, I knew the guy was good. It was all about <laughs> Goff getting him the ball. But, I mean, Goff looked really – obviously, his numbers yeah, were really he good. He looked sharp. I mean, I, I can't speak to how good San Fran's D is. Uh, obviously, I don't think it's that great. But at the same time, he's going in the right direction. And it's not like Sammy Watkins was the only one to catch balls. I mean, Robert Woods had a great day too. No touchdowns, but over 100 yards, only six receptions. So, I mean, their their yardage, their average was, you know, really high. I mean, it was it was kind of surprising to see. Yeah, I I mean, Jared Goff, man, I we saw week one. It looked he he seemed like he was a better quarterback than last year, obviously. But against it was against Indianapolis. So how what do you really know? Last week wasn't quite as good, but he's still I mean, he's still competent. And then this week it's great. But the problem is it's still San Francisco. How much stock do you put into it? I mean, but either way, he's better than he was last year. He's getting better. He's still extremely young. So this is only going to be helping this team. And I mean, I, I had fun watching that offense, actually. So I, I just don't know where going forward we're going to rank Goff. I mean, is he a top 20 guy for you? I mean, he's playing on the road against Dallas coming up this week. Then he has Seattle. Then he has the Jaguars on the road. Then he's Arizona. I mean, I mean, against any of those uh no. It's tough, right? <laughs> yeah. And when he, I mean, I think he showed me today, um, you know, and he can improve on that, obviously. But if he plays against a poor defense, he is definitely playable. Um, you know, I think he's going to do this every time. You know, he had nearly 300 yards with three touchdowns, no interceptions, 22 for 28. I mean, the guy killed it today. But um, I, I don't. I'm not ready to say that. There's, a, there's always going to be other guys I'd rather pick up. But Goff is – He's filing the discussion of, you know, bye week fillings. For sure. Oh yeah, he's at least that. I mean, I, I don't like I don't want to overreact too much to one big game either. So we got to see a little bit more from him. He probably won't move too far in my ranks coming up. I mean, maybe a spot or two from where I would have had him. But if I see another week or two of this, I mean, we're gonna have to move him up to like top fifteen range. Which yeah. I hope is the case because it means Sammy Watkins is probably doing something. Yeah. Well, I mean, and the funny part about that is, you know, we're talking about Jared Goff and how he's possibly playable now. But Brian Hoyer pretty much did the exact same thing fantasy wise. I mean, he had 330 yards, two TDs, and an interception, but he also he, ran he, one in. He actually outscored so, I mean, him. He, he, <laughs> he outscored Goff. So, and obviously, Hoyer was a, a dark horse for me. I thought that he would be playable early on just because, you know, he, he's relatively good when he's when he's healthy. But, um, I mean, that's why it's kind of a, one of those games where 
both offenses just went off. I mean, 41 to 39. I mean, no defense could stop anyone. I mean, every single person that you would want to see put up fantasy points today. So, you know, I mean, I definitely take a step back and kind of look at it. It was totally fun to see. But at the same time, you know, I think you almost have to dismiss it a bit because that was such a high scoring game. Yeah. And Hoyer in six point passing touchdown league scored 30.2 tonight. That's after <laughs> combining the first two weeks, he combined for 5.2. So, yeah, it was something, something. And that he, that was the reason I actually made the Rams were my play this week on defense because of how poor Brian Hoyer had been. And it didn't quite work out. I still actually, I think I ended up in the positive somehow with even with them scoring 39 points. But I expect, I didn't expect this, not at all. But how about Todd Gurley? How good does he look right now? I, oh, 28, Todd Gurley is awesome. I mean, two touchdowns, five very, catches, 36 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, four yards a clip. He was getting goal line touches as well. I mean, the guy just, he, he was. He was, if the most impressive person on the field, once again, was Todd Gurley for the Rams and this entire game for me. Um, the guy is finally getting the blocking he needs in order to be as, as explosive as, you know, the guy can be. I mean, I, I can't say enough about the guy. 113 yards, like you said, with two TDs. And not to mention, he also caught one. So, you know, three touchdowns. Um, I mean, my gosh, if he's going to catch touchdowns as well, I mean, this guy's going to be a every week starter, which he already is. But, you know, he, he can actually inch back up to that possible running back one, maybe back end. Um, I mean, it, it's kind of it's kind of getting to that point now. I mean, last year he's he was drafted as what either one or two in most drafts last year. I mean, never went thought he had this potential in him, and it's showing. Right, he's. I mean, and the team's not perfect yet. It's definitely not. This line isn't as good as it could be, and he's still putting up these numbers. It's and he just looks good. Like you just watch him, and you know you're watching a good running back, a great running back. You know, just the way he moves, how quickly he can hit the hole if it's there. It's just he's so good. It's just fun yeah. to watch. Yeah, he actually got it. I was going to say, once again, Sam, Sam Fran, you know, their defense is a little poor. But at the same time, he, he did well last week. He got over 100 yards this week. The only thing that worries me a little bit is the fact that, I mean, he got 28 carries and on top of that, five receptions. So, you know, 33 touches is a lot, no matter what player you are. So, I mean, obviously, I don't expect that to remain. But even so, I mean, I think 80 yards and a touchdown is a relatively – um, fair projection when he's going against, you know, you know, at pretty much any team, but maybe say the the top four or five defenses. I mean, and he could have had another, at least one or two more rushing touchdowns. He was there <laughs> on the one. He just couldn't get it in. How, how crazy would that have been? He had a legitimate <laughs> chance too. Yeah. He, he really got did. stuffed at the one. And... All right. I got a little question for you here. This actually came to me on Instagram just a few minutes ago. It's about Todd Gurley. This guy's he's asking, Nicholas is asking us, He's like, should I sell high on Gurley right now? He said he doesn't, he can't, it, he can't believe that he, Gurley can keep this up. I, well, he can't keep up 32.9 points a game. That's for sure. That'd be insane. But would you think about trying to sell Gurley high right now? But if, even if you thought about it, what would you possibly want for him? Yeah, that's that's the problem. I don't know if you can get enough for him. Because, well, I mean... Unless you're looking for, I mean, what, what, I mean, honestly, what are you looking for? Like a uh, straight up between him and Bell? I mean, no, right, like, right, like because, that's the, 
just Bell is struggling, and and but would a Bell owner actually go for that? Or are you looking to? I mean, I guess the only time I would actually think about selling Gurley right now, the thing that would make the most sense is if your team is really struggling, you need multiple starters, and you could pair him with say a. Uh, I'm trying to think of an actual one I would go for. Probably like a wide receiver two and then a running back two as well. Something like that where you get two legitimate players. I wouldn't even go down to running back two because I think running back two is just it's kind of ugly right now. I mean – Well, what about – I mean, what about if someone offered you, say um, – I was going to throw out Melvin Gordon and a player. Oh, wow. I'm saying like if Melvin Gordon has a down week this week, let's say that, okay? Which okay. it could happen, you know? Oh yeah, if, sure. If in in Melvin Gordon has been he's been kind of a touchdown dependent guy often. So, let's say he has a down week. Would you go in if you're the girly owner, would you try to get Gordon for, and I mean at least another solid like a very solid wide receiver, which I don't really know the level I'd want to go on that. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something that would be uh, you know Possible. I don't want to go too high on it. No, but would you at least try it? You might not might would, really get it, but let's say oh, we, if it's if it's Gordon and a yep. competent wide receiver too, I would definitely entertain that idea because I, I think Gordon is in a better position. And yeah, he is touchdown dependent, but at the same time, Todd Gurley will have some games where he doesn't do near as well. No, I mean where he gets five to six points. That that's gonna happen. I mean, I don't believe because of this game the Rams are some juggernaut in offense. Uh, so yeah, I would definitely look for that. I think Gordon is probably a wish list item, though. I don't think you're probably getting Gordon. I think it's more like, you know, if if they offered you, uh, what if they offered you like Crabtree and Hyde, something like I, that? I wouldn't do that. No, I, I girl is yeah, too good. And, and say, too that's, good. That's probably the best case scenario, I would assume, if you're trying to get two players. Because, I mean, Hyde has been doing really well and Crabtree has been doing well as, you know, also. Well, that's what I'm thinking. If, if it's if it's a Melvin Gordon down week, because, I mean, look at so far this year, he's ran for 54 yards and then 13 yards. He has 67 yards on the year. So if he has a poor, I mean, his, his, his fantasy output's been fine because of touchdowns, though. If he has one of those poor yardage games again with no touchdowns, I mean, you could see a Gordon owner panicking a bit and... And if you could get him and on top, I mean, it's be tough to get, but you never know. It's worth yeah, a shot. And, and let's be honest, this is going to be the sell high point on Gurley because um, he's about to hit some better defenses for sure. So that, that's why I would be open to that. But you would have to get something legitimate like out of him. And it would definitely have to be a, a running back would have to be attached to it. It's not like I would do it just for a wide yep. receiver. Now you have to be getting two very good players out of it because that's how good Gurley I think is right now. I mean, at this point, Going forward, I mean, it's hard for me to even say it. Over, I mean, straight up players, I, I don't even know. Bell and Zeke, I still, I'm still, people are down on Zeke after one bad game, but that's still, it's Bell, Zeke, for sure. And honestly, that's all I can say for sure. I, I can't even say it's McCoy and Gordon. I would take Gurley, or I'd take them over Gurley at this point. He's there with them to, for me. I mean, I, I wouldn't go that far yet. I, I would definitely take, I would easily say McCoy and uh, above him and then Gordon would still be slotted above him and then you could probably start talking about Gurley after that for me but um but, yeah Gurley's there with Kareem Hunt probably right now right yeah I think that's, that's about right yeah exactly where you know that uh <laughs> hey they have the talent in the world but you can definitely because other teams they will run up against some defenses they'll just you know they won't be able to get the blocking to get open yeah true 
All right. What about some other players here? Oh, oh we can still Sammy Watkins. I just have to bring up his name once more, Jeff. Yeah, Sammy, well, Sammy, Sammy. And unfortunately, so <laughs> I was, <laughs> I, 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 he was a starter. You know, uh, I can't remember what I. He was in twenties for me. Uh, how 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 uh, high did you have him on your rankings? I only had him at eighteen, which was actually if you go to. Um, we like to go to Fantasy Pros. Fantasy Pros expert consensus ranks. The highest expert on that site had Sammy Watkins at 18th as well. So that is pretty much the highest you could get with Sammy Watkins this week was 18th. <laughs> That's okay. where I so, put him. I was going to say, so kudos to you because <laughs> I think I was with probably the majority of everyone else after doing rankings saying I'm going to stay away because I didn't know what golf was going to do. The guy goes off for 160 yards and two touchdowns. And let's be honest, every time he got the ball, it was just apparent he was that much better than anyone else on the field, you know, wide receiver CB-wise. I mean, the guy is really that good. Um, So, I mean, it's really great to see. And uh, it's one time, I guess, I am kind of glad that I was wrong about him because you just want to see this guy finally do something. Unfortunately, I do have to bring up, uh, you know, he he was brought into the locker room for concussion protocol. So it's just one more thing. I mean, you you can't catch a break if you're a Watkins owner. Yeah, hopefully that'll all turn out all right. We haven't I haven't seen anything. I'm checking Twitter right now just trying to see if there's any new updated news, but I'm seeing nothing yet. So hopefully, you know, we'll hear hopefully we'll hear something here and he'll be fine and at least at the very, you know, I guess good thing if it was a concussion. It's only the Thursday night game, so he has extra time to be good to go for next week Sunday. Yeah, that's and, a good thing uh, at least. Yeah, and I don't, I don't recall. I would have to look this up, but I don't remember him ever having issues with concussions before. So this is the first no, one I, I remember. So, um, so yeah, you know, I could be wrong on that, but I don't really remember. It doesn't. Nothing comes up. It's usually other stuff, I believe. So exactly, that's not the type of injury that I was really worried about with yeah. Watkins. So I think he'll be okay probably for next week. Um, but you know. You never know. And then even Robert Woods, six for 108. Solid game there. Definitely, he's definitely the number two option over Cooper Cup tonight, at least. Cooper Cup only went two for 17. That was the problem with Cup is I don't think he's a, he's not a reliable player right now. I think he has he definitely has that potential, but I think people overhyped him a little too quickly as a guy who can play every week, which he clearly is not right now. But... I don't know. Robert Woods going forward, I still don't expect that to continue either. I think that was just this game just was just different. Is yes, six for yeah. one away. It's a little nut for him, without a doubt. But at the same time, uh, you know, it kind of shows. I assume this is kind of the. I don't know how they want to spread the ball around. If you look at it, Robert Woods, Sammy Watkins, Todd Gurley, all got seven targets from Goff, and then everyone else kind of filled in. Um, you know, Cooper Cup only had two targets. So it's one of those things that this is why we didn't go gaga over the guy. I, I think he has um, a lot of potential, but he's still a rookie with a, a young quarterback. And he's going to be, you know, it looks like fourth, if not, you know, at times fifth in that pecking order because of, you know, tight ends and, and running backs that are in there. Yeah. Yeah. I was scanning Twitter before the game a little bit and there I saw not. <laughs> I mean, more than one pe- person saying they were starting Cooper Cup over Sammy Watkins this week. So over Watkins, okay. Yeah, I I'm, I'm, I saw it more than one time. It it was there quite a bit. It's I think that's what it, people get a little too 
you know, excited about these rookies and it just, you got to remain calm. <laughs> it's, yeah, in, it's only over, two weeks. And especially over Watkins. I mean, I, I feel like in that case, you would have to play the wide receiver one who has superior talent. I mean, like, I feel like that'd be a no brainer. Robert Woods, if you wanted to play that game, you're like, I think Cooper Cup has a better chance of scoring a touchdown. I might have been like, yeah, you know, you know, march to the beat of your own drum. But um, Sammy Watkins, that was a that was a fool's errand. I'm not I'm not so sure about that one. <laughs> All right, how about the San Francisco side? Other than Brian Hoyer, Carlos Hyde. We I think I put him in the top ten this week. I think you were really close to it. I can't remember if you had him actually. I think you had him eleventh, maybe. Something yeah, like that. something like that. I, I mean, yeah, he wasn't you were close. He was. He you definitely had him as a borderline running back one, but yeah. Still, that was, you know, pretty solid. Yeah, you had him as here. You had him fall. So, yeah, you still had him as a running back one. And Yeah, I mean, you know, upside what, uh, running back two. I'm totally fine with that. And once again, I mean, it's kind of funny because he, he had 3.4 yards per carry, but he looked really, really good. He did have to leave the game and came back in. But he got two touchdowns. I mean, you couldn't have asked for anything more. And he really is the best person on that offense, and it, it completely shows. So as long as he stays healthy, I expect uh, many more games like this from him. Yeah, I mean, he's been, even the first game of the year, that's the worst one so far. 7.7, if that's your floor, that's that's quite all right, especially for where you drafted Hyde. He's a running back two. He's no better than a running back two in anybody's roster right now where he was drafted. And some te- people have him as their third. And so he went, he, he's been productive. I think even though we even got scared off slightly this preseason with all the news surrounding him, even though we were high on him earlier, that all that negativity just brought us, even forced us to drop him a little bit. And I really wish I didn't buy into that. That's why I try not to listen to that off season news. Cause a lot of times it's just, it's just out there for content. <laughs> and yeah. we knew Hyde was good. Exactly. It was just because it was a new coach and a new system, and you're you're wondering if they were going to clean house and you know do it their way. But um, obviously not. Um, it, it made most sense to keep him there. But yeah, I mean, it was a little scary. But yeah, I mean, once again, it, it's mostly injury. So as soon as I heard he was going to the locker room, I was like, oh, here we go again, because I, I had him last year too, and he, he started off really hot, and then he got hurt, and he just faded away. So I, I'm really hoping he can put together a full season. But 25 carries, I mean, it, he had a, a lot of work today, you know, on top of that, and then three catches as well. So both running backs just – they loaded them up and said, here, you know, do your thing. Um, but, yeah, the, another wonderful performance by Hyde. And then Pierre Garçon, the other highlight of the game, seven catches for 142. That is probably the most surprising. I mean, 142 is a just a crap ton of yards, and especially for Pierre Garçon – Coming from Hoyer, I mean, who expects that? I mean, he had like half the team yards. <laughs> a lot of them came on, I think, a 59-yard bomb. But still, it was a great catch by yeah, Garcon. Still. And he's he still has something left in him. <laughs> he's a little – I mean, we talked about Garcon early on in the year, even the preseason. We did talk that he could be a relatively safe option for you. I, but it still wasn't – I never even – I didn't target him in any draft of mine, even slightly. And No, but, I mean, the thing I, that – I mean, if if it was a PPR league, it would be a little bit different, right? So Pierre Garçon definitely takes a, a jump up. But even with this, I don't see him catching a whole lot of touchdowns this year. You know I mean, I, I probably maybe I would put him at like three or something. But he, 142 yards is great. But at the same time, if that is kind of like the high end of what you can get because of that lack of TDs, and I don't think he's going for 142 very often. 
So I, I really do think that, uh, you know, probably 10 points is going to be kind of this guy's ceiling most of the year. So th that's why I'm not that excited. But, I mean, for today, I got to give the man his props because not only was he a big play guy, but, I mean, that catch along the sideline as well when he dragged his feet, kept them both in, kept the chains moving. He is a very good wide receiver, and as long as Hoyer is in there, I think he'll definitely be suitable for, you know, for a wide receiver three, a, a flex option too. Yep. All right, I don't really have much more on this game. Do you have anything else that stands out to you? That's pretty much. I think we covered all the all the stars of the game, and that's pretty much going to be it. Yeah, I, I think that was the kind of a, a funny thing about the game as well is every star kind of did their thing, but there was no surprises. I mean, it wasn't. You know, besides for maybe Selleck catching a touchdown, but it was a one-yard touchdown. I mean, no one else really did anything outside, outside of, uh, you know, Pierre Garçon and Hyde, and then on the other side, you know, Watkins and Gurley. I mean, and Robert Woods, I guess. But So it was kind of um, – if you were going to guess who was going to score the points, you were going to be right. So, um, yeah. All right. Well, I think that's it for the recap. Well, I'll be back on, what, Sunday night, Jeff? You won't be joining me, actually, so everyone will have to have a get, – get, they get me yeah, no, solo show Sunday night. Jeff's, Jeff's disappearing on us for a little bit. So, yeah. Yeah, you got a few few vacation days coming <laughs> up here, so you guys will have fun with Craig, and I will be back with you guys soon. Yeah, it'll only be a, it'll only be about two episodes. Jeff will be missing. Then he'll be back. He'll be back for rankings next week, and he can rank Sammy Watkins much, much higher this time maybe. Finally going to listen. <laughs> well, yeah. we'll, we'll see <laughs> oh yeah top 10 right top 10 if he's playing hopefully he's ready yeah, to go well, yeah yeah <laughs> let's hope that way i can uh i can give him his just due finally <laughs> all right we'll talk to you guys next time